So here we go again uh, this week. Last week uh, we had uh, technical glitches uh, which resulted in Team Spirit not being aired. But we are back with a bang. Pretty ugly. I don't know if you know that name. It's the guy who was floored by one Casper uh, Nuves in the first round. People were still, some were still trying to get out their cameras, get ready, action. Gee, before they knew it, it was all over. It reminded people of Mike Tyson, uh, the legendary Mike Tyson, what he used to do in those first rounds. But I'm not sure if this is boxing or another form of boxing. Well, welcome to yet another episode of Team Spirit podcast brought to you proudly by City Press. Manchester United, Manchester City, uh, some of us had... I'm not sure if I can say this word, but it was a terrible weekend, especially if if you're coming from the red side of of Manchester because we were annihilated. Although we beat them 3-1 in the second half, Uh, but I guess what matters is uh, the final score. But for today, or for this week, what I want to talk about is more about the Antilles. Last week we were talking about Antilles Pisani after his uh, cameo appearance for Royal AM in their win over Keza Chiefs in the uh, Bakufe Cup. My partner in crime, Trumpis, did say that uh, he's the chairman, he's the bus driver, he's uh, the captain, and he hoisted the trophy. Uh, what he needs now is to retire. So this week, another Andile was uh, trending, not Andile Isingovo, but Andile Jali. After he was floored at the game in Orlando Stadium, uh, the game, the MTN8 between Orlando Pirates and Mamelodi Sundowns. But as always, I'm not alone. Uh, I'm with uh, my main man, Trumpis Daniel Mutuahai, Nike Mita Trumpis, a.k.a. the 12th man. Dumela Spirit, and as always, thanks for having me on this platform. And uh, as you know, it's all about sport, 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 and nothing but sports. Has uh, uh, Charlie recovered from that fall? Hey. <laughs> By the way, if it rugby, it would have been from a spear tackle. So, yeah, I can imagine, you know. Falling as awkward like Jali did, yo. I'm sure it must be taking some doing to recover. Also, looking at this uh, quite a nice and heavy frame. Yeah, I saw uh, Twitter had a feast. Eh? Uh, there were so many memes uh, from that incident. But this is what makes football interesting, entertaining, and uh, a billions uh, game for everyone. There's one person called Penaldino. I'm not sure if you've heard about him. His name is Victor Gomes. He was also trending after four red cards in a Sunday's game, uh, MTN8, between Kaiser Chiefs and Amazulu. Is he a drama king or he's just applying the law to the latter? Well, uh, there's two sides of Gomez. Yes, uh, it's right to apply the laws of the game. And then it's another total different case to be overzealous the way he often does when he sort of tend to steal the show and they want to be the center of attraction. And that's 
what happened in the Amazulu game. I mean, yes, uh, I mean, we've had interviews with Victor before saying even if it was two seconds in the game, someone commits um, a, a foul or, or do something that violates the laws of the game, he'll immediately send you off. But uh, if you remember the great Peluigi Colina, who's now the boss of referees at FIFA, uh, often said, you know, during his career, nothing was cast in stone or the loss of the game book because sometimes you just need common sense to apply and don't spoil the game in any way because at the end of the day, you are there to entertain the fans. But looking, you're trying to dissect uh, those red cards. I saw the Zulu one, uh, second yellow card, deservedly so. I think they, he had no choice but to send him picking. Yes, for sure. I would agree. You know, that elbow uh, there, it was a deliberate swinging of the elbow and definitely a foul. Uh, and to some to some degree, I, I will agree with you that the first one was a bit harsh. Yes, uh, he's sort of a player that uh, sort of always swing his arms uh, across his opponents. But this time around, the opponents was way behind his blind spot and he couldn't uh, really see him to say he deliberately uh, uh, shoved the player or, or, or sort of elbowed him to warrant that first yellow card. And then the Mango one, something says to me, Mango's body language says he did something and he knew what was coming uh, because he never protested like everyone else did. Uh, that was for dissent. It must have been something that he had said. But mind you that that was not uh, the referee's call. It was the fourth official's call because he's the one who called uh, uh, Victor Gomes to say, uh, I've got a problem here on the bench. What did you make of that one? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, uh, whether Mango was wrong or not, I think... It was all because of, uh, you know, Victor's, Victor Gomez's uh, whole conduct during the game to be trying to, well, some would say he was bullying players, you know, trying to be uh, uh, the center of attraction. And I think he's the one who actually raised the emotion to uh, the levels uh, in which he did. And yes, for sure, it was the fourth official's consultation with the ref that led to to, to that red card, and I think about he's the one who, who raised the ire really uh, uh, among the benches of the two teams. Knowing that football is an emotional sport, do you think our referees know anything to do with main management? Because main management is a skill. Uh, you need to control emotions. They are always high. It's a contact sport. It's an emotional sport. This is football. And I, I believe that uh, we need main managers, just like coaches. They are no longer called coaches in Europe. They are called managers because they need to deal with the psychological aspect of, of players as well. Do you think this is what is missing from uh, our match officials? Yes, main management skills, uh, I mean, it's a must to have, especially... Uh, when you deal uh, with an environment that involves um, a team sport like soccer. And uh, I think for Victor, for someone who's highly rated, someone who's in the FIFA panel, and remember he's going to the FIFA World Cup in Qatar this November, December, uh, he should be doing better. But instead of improving in his game, sometimes I think he's deviating a bit. Uh, your self-spirit once wrote in your column, remember that uh, incident with uh, Mo Salah during the, 
uh, AFCON final in February where, you know, he really wanted that picture with uh, Mo Salah uh, as if he's handing him uh, the whistle and the cards. But, uh, yeah, no, that's not the way to go. Man management skills, it's, uh, it's a must in this game. So imagine if uh, Mo Salah had taken uh, the whistle and the cards from him, what would have happened? Yeah, that would have been a paluga moment of some sort. Because remember, even today, we still have that picture. Yes, uh, it's iconic, but it, it's, it has also become, uh, you know, social media's meme collection. Yeah, uh, he was also criticized for, for what he did there at the, the final. And this is someone who's going to the World Cup to represent South Africa in Qatar, uh, what what would be your advice to him? I think Victor needs to slow down a bit. Yes, uh, you'd say he's a strict referee. And uh, like, remember earlier, I mentioned the great Colina. He has uh, done quite a good job, you know, on the international stage. But, uh, you know, as much as he was a strict referee, Colina... Uh, he was not as overzealous as Vic. So my advice for Vic is to, you know, take it easy, man. We know you are Mr. Rev. You want to set the trends. You rev with your collar popped up. You've got those tattoos and stuff. Take it easy, Gomes. Uh, enough of Victor Gomes before people accuse us of being uh, going for him. Saturday, we saw sundowns for the first time, not having a shot at goals. Are the wheels uh, coming off? You saw they scored in the last minute against Amazulu to win that game. They scored in the last minute against uh, Chiba United to win their game. They, they've been struggling so far this season. What, what do you make of, of their performance so far? Well, there's just one word on sundowns. Pressure, pressure, and nothing but pressure. You know, sometimes, uh, remember, I even said it before on this platform that as a coach, sometimes, yes, you'll have the material, you have all sorts of uh, quality that is at disposal uh, for Mangobamniti and his technical staff, but sometimes it can be too overwhelming. And I think that's what sometimes tend to be holding sundowns back. You have all these superstars, but, you know, if they don't leak, forget it, nothing will happen for you. And remember, this is the second a game, I think, since their game against uh, TS Galaxy where they lost, where they finished the game without scoring. And uh, yeah, it's also been a long time that we've seen Sundowns being involved in a goalless draw. It dates back to February, that previous season, when they played, uh, I think, El Merrick in the Champions League. Their game at Loftus uh, finished uh, goalless. So yeah, I think pressure is also following them big time now. But shouldn't we be giving credit to other clubs to say for the first time in many seasons they are now coming to the party, and which is good. It's good for football that they're giving Sundowns a run for their money, unlike for them to just walk all over everybody and win it like there's no competition. Yes, you are right. Gone are the days when, I mean, we even lost count how many Sundowns have gone unbeaten before they really suffered their first loss uh, in a... Uh, in a competitive match. And it's good that, uh, you know, you look at who beat them. You look at the teams like TS Galaxy, 
who were fighting relegation last season, they beat Sundowns convincingly. Uh, the time when they played Sikukuni, who came back uh, from the game to equalize, they, they, they also proved that Sundowns can be beaten with their uh, star-studded side. So it's really good for our league not to be a one-sided uh, event. Will it be good for our league? Jomosono is gone. Uh, we are soon going to forget about him. Now another stalwart, Black Leopards boss, David Tidiela, really, really struggling in the National First Division. Hey, dear boy, in that division, Shanku. The only thing that is changing is the name, uh, you know, the official name of the league from Glad Africa. Now, uh, Mutsipe Foundation Championship. I see, yes, uh, Mr. Tidiela, five games, one win, and he lost four. Place 15 in the standings. I, though it really shows already, boy, Mole. As, as they call it, Kikosa team. But, uh, Big ups to Tex, they showed us that coming closer last season for promotion was uh, never really a fluke. They've got something going on there, some nice records since they started the league. You know, uh, one of the unbeaten teams after five games. And I'm not surprised that uh, they are leading standings uh, currently. And finally, uh, the Eagle has landed. Pito and his team... Uh, in Saudi Arabia as we speak. Uh, quickly, what do you make of them? Yeah, you see, the thing about Pito, I mean, you see how well-received he is by, you know, those teams. His, uh, 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 his reception is always something of extraordinary, so it really shows the respect that the man commands uh, outside of our shores. And, I mean, as a South African, we uh, I can only wish him all the best of luck there because it's all about representing South Africa than seeing Pito as an individual. And, uh, yeah, because not many of our coaches uh, are coaching uh, outside of our borders. So while Pito will be making the ching-ching to the ching-ching to the pocket, uh, we'll wish him luck to say represent us well. He's an ambassador of the country, like you're saying, not only him, but with his uh, big room stuff. Uh, for now, I think this is where we need to leave it. But don't forget that they will be bringing you this and more of the hits and, and, and misses, all the predictions from the sporting fields every week. So as our loyal listener, please simply visit our website, citypress.co.za for more sporting stories and join the conversation on all our social uh, media platforms. And I really can't leave this platform without really condemning what happened in Indonesia. We, that was, you know, one of the biggest tragedies in football. 125 fans dying there is never really a good picture for football. I just hope FIFA and the local authorities in Indonesia will deal with the, all the culprits who who really created that uh, stampede. May, you know, uh, their souls rest in peace, those who perished, and speedy recovery to the multitudes who got injured. It looks like uh, we'll be talking more about these things uh, because, once again, the police, is it the police force, have been accused of not acting uh, within uh, the prescript of the law when they shot those uh, tear cases. But... Uh, mm -hmm. Like you say, may their souls rest in peace.